0: Hello Zeros, thank you for tuning in to Zero's Talking Heroes, the podcast that knows you'll never believe what happened to us today. It's me, Joe, and I'm here with two people I forgot to come up with something witty to talk about with, or call them. Two members of the Gotham PD. I don't know. Two corrupted members (laughs) of the Gotham PD. Nailed it. Corey. The podcast has never danced with the devil in the pale moonlight. Not the obvious I thought you were going for. Good. End sequel. The podcast that weighs
1: a little more than 108, which I thought the obvious one was, um... Don't say it.
2: Don't say it? Don't, don't say, say it. it. Why not? Just don't say it. Okay. He's got plans. Okay.
1: He's got
0: plans for it. So let's get into what we've been watching. Oh, I should mention before we go on, this is being recorded previously. This is the middle of December right now. This is going to air as the first episode in the new year. Just letting you know that in case anything we're talking about is three weeks old... That's why. In case anything's no longer topical.
2: Fuck, I gotta go non topical. <laughs> Make my job harder, Joe! are oh. you really gonna. <laughs> Got six hours of sleep the last three nights. You're we gonna... killing
0: me, smalls. No, you do whatever you want. I'm just letting them know.
2: Were we supposed to
1: do um, top, a top five episode?
0: Yeah. Alright, cool. That's after this one. Love it. In continuity. And maybe we'll get the other two Jamokes in on it. At least email, hopefully. Yeah. I don't know if they've seen five new releases this year. Was oh, it new releases? Oh, that's right. It's yeah, new it's releases. new releases. Yeah. Well, Maybe. Probably, honestly. Eventually. We'll if... find out. Frank hasn't seen Solo yet, so... <laughs> yeah, he's not excited for it, okay? I keep talking about it. I mean, I understand not being excited for it. It wasn't... I just figure really as a really
1: Star Wars fun. fan... Yeah. As a Star Wars fan, I think
2: it's perfectly fine.
1: That's
0: fair. I mean,
2: it's fine. Well, I'm not...
0: Just it, the, the fact that he hasn't seen it. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, yeah. More, it's surprising to everyone in this room.
2: He should start getting his lightsabers taken away from him. Wow, said, how many does he have? More than more than a few. He just got a new one, I think. Right? What? I no, think. I think it was two years old. That that yellow one.
1: Yeah, he was. Well, he was very happy to like yellow with him.
2: lightsaber. Yeah. yeah, I think he said still love this baby and like hashtag two years or something like that.
0: Gotcha. Like okay. That. We're gonna talk about this later. Got yep. the
2: attention to those hashtags <laughs> helps.
0: So we've been watching some stuff. Now that I've let you know that this is being recorded in the past for the future, oh time stuff. Ooh. We've been watching movies that aren't Batman, nineteen eighty nine, which is the movie we're going to be talking about tonight. And I already forget which one of you I went to. I went first it? this time. So he. Oh, no, I went first last time.
2: Oh, what well, have you been watching? Yeah. Yes,
0: right, but for the
1: opening line, Corey went.
0: Okay, so, so sequel, you're up.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the Best Picture winner called Spotlight. Spotlight is a uh, journalism movie that uncovers the, I guess, true story for the most part of uh, the Boston Globe uncovering the um, sex abuse scandal in the Catholic Church. Sounds like a downer. Yeah, but it's just like very well done. It's one of Mark Ruffalo's better performances. Yeah, he has the Oscar bait scene. I always make fun yeah. of the Best Picture winner with the Oscar bait, <laughs> Oscar bait scene, and it's it's his man. He he owns it. It's uh, there's a podcast I listen to called uh, the Rewatchables, and uh, they have different. They do a different rewatchable movie, and then they have certain awards for it. For a while, they had the Mark Ruffalo Spotlight Overacting Award. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Damn.
0: That's indicative. It's
1: it's since been changed.
0: Um, Who is it now?
1: An actor that's in the movie um, True Romance. I I forgot his name. I've only seen okay. True Romance a couple of times. I don't think but, I've uh, seen it.
0: So like that's not, a that's a good movie. Pick. I am, one on the list. I'm no help right now.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah. I I'm a sucker for uh, journalism movies. There's not enough of them. That one is uh, one of the better ones, and the uh, Best Picture award justifies that. So, if you haven't seen Spotlight, definitely check that one out. Also stars
0: Michael Keaton, which is appropriate. It sure is. Apropos. Movie. Hey, Corey, what'd you watch? The Lovely Bones. I feel like I know what that is, but I don't offhand. I don't like that movie. It is
2: very <laughs> poorly rated on Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic and all of the sites. The critics hated it. Um, I uh, was disappointed in it, but I didn't dislike it. It's about um, a 14-year-old girl who gets murdered. And she kind of chills in purgatory, and while she's chilling in purgatory, she gets to watch how her family is dealing with the tragedy that is her, like their loss.
0: So it's like a much more depressing Bill and Ted, but and Mark it's, Wahlberg is the lead. Yeah, it's it's a murder mystery. It's yeah, it ultimately is a murder killer, mystery. Yeah. So she, I guess, she's
2: trying to point her family in the right direction. I guess, but, but she like, can't
1: really. So it's it's this
2: weird, like, yeah, they they kind of tiptoe around the idea that like. She's able to communicate with her family, but she can't. I saw it in the theaters, and a couple of months later, someone told me
1: that the guy that played the killer, was Stanley Tucci. Yeah, Stanley I'm like, Tucci. No way. No <laughs> guy, <laughs> he's Stanley like Tucci. unrecognizable. I I he's noticed immediately. I thought that was Bruce Willis at first.
2: <laughs> That's the way he looks. Yeah. He sounds like Bruce Willis doing an awful, awful accent. Yeah. As soon as, as soon as, uh, as soon as they finally give you the face, Stanley Tucci's face, I was like, oh yeah, look at that, some bitch. Again, I can't see Stanley Tucci as anybody other than um, his character in The Hunger Games anymore. Same. Uh, Caesar
1: Flickerman. Yeah, That's it. Caesar
2: Flickerman. (laughs) And to the The point. The blue hair guy? Yeah. Blue hair, red hair. Purple hair at one point. Purple hair. White hair. I've only seen the first movie, guys. Yeah. White white hair in Catching Fire Part 2. Spoilers, (laughs) dude. It's to the point where if I read the books again. He's in Spotlight as well. He's in Spotlight, (laughs) that's right to the point where if I read the Hunger Games books, I even see Stanley Tucci as Caesar Flickerman in my head.
1: That is one series that I read all the books, and I saw movies one, two, and three. I never saw the fourth one. Okay. And I have no desire or plans to... I hated
2: the first part.
1: I guess it's... We're
0: talking about Hunger Games, right? Yeah. Yeah. Movie, okay.
1: movie number three Mark is... Mockingjay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Part, part, part two.
1: One, one yeah. Two. Part one is it was bad enough I had no desire to see part
2: two. Yeah. I saw... I saw, um... Catching Fire and I didn't feel like waiting for the movies to come out to figure out how the story ended so I read the books. I don't read books. I I don't particularly enjoy them. I actually read the books ahead of time from this one. Yeah, no, I I usually don't read books. Mm -hmm. I didn't read the Harry Potter books so I was like in my late 20s. We were talking about that at work today, the Harry Potter books. Yeah. But nonetheless, um, I, I thought it was... It it was an interesting concept. It was shot in an interesting way. It has got Peter Jackson's fingerprints all over it.
0: Did he direct it? No.
2: He did, in fact. (laughs)
0: Um, He just touched the film a lot. (laughs)
2: That was a dad joke. It sure
0: was. (laughs) I'm a little sad. It's okay.
2: So yeah, uh, at the end of the day, I don't think I'll ever rewatch the movie. I think that it does a bunch of things at the end that I'm really disappointed in. It there's no, there's no.
0: Con- I don't even know, so I can't. There's help no you.
2: satisfying conclusion. No, it's again. It's I think I, I think
1: in school when you read the book. Like it was like a, you had like a reading list. and yeah, you had to pick like three books from it. It's I think, definitely a
2: book that would be on one of those. lists. Yeah,
1: it's. Uh, I don't know. It's
2: definitely one that the I was most. never assigned that. It's
1: probably taken it off the list since the movie came out. That would be my guess, because people just watch the movie and get, like... Fs. Fs, Cs, and Ds on their essays and quizzes. Yeah.
2: So, I mean, there's no... The the murderer doesn't get caught, so that's that's a problem. He gets away with it. Like, there's a bunch of things that I'm just like, I hate it. Does he get away with, like, at the end, too? No, karma, karma hits okay, him. Right. But it's not... He doesn't get caught. He doesn't get arrested. He doesn't get arrested. Like, this whole... Like, we finally figure out where... Her body is, like, hidden, and, they, and then he disposes of it, and he succeeds in it. And I'm like, I hate that. Like, you never... There's no closure for the family. No real closure for the family. That's kind of a bad thing to do when it's a murder mystery about a little girl.
0: Yeah, not gives she's the family like 14,
2: closure. I want to say. She's 14 when she dies. It's
0: like an episode of Law and Order. Yeah. That's for you. <laughs> no That's
2: closure. it. I'm done. I'm done talking about Lovely Bones. That's all I watched. That was a lot of Lovely Bones. It, more than it should have been. That
1: was more... So many Talk lovely bones. about lovely bones, then I've talked about my entire
2: life. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I also literally just finished watching it today. Cool. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> Joe, what have you been watching?
0: I watched two things. I watched, like I said, the middle of December right now. I watched a Muppet Christmas Carol. Lovely. Beautiful,
2: it. Love the Beautiful music choice. It.
1: Kermit the Frog's best performance. <laughs> <laughs>
0: As I disagree Bob with you. <laughs> as, Bob as Bob Cratchit, as Bob Cratchit, yes, it's credited. He is obviously Veronica wanted to watch that. You're a Big Muppet fan. Why is that obvious? Why couldn't you want to watch it? Because I said like last week when we brought it up. Oh, okay. Veronica's gonna watch it. Want to watch it? Well, two weeks ago, technically, or a month ago, whenever. was mu- a week ago, <laughs> as of recording this. There you go. Now you're now we make, now time we're making the topical shit not work. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> the topical shit never works, Corey. Who we works. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, <laughs> no, I like that movie too. I don't like. I don't really like musical numbers in movies for the most part. There's some great songs in that, though. It's fine, Marley and Marley. <laughs> Marley. <Whoa. laughs> Marley. And I like the
1: song that they sing about Scrooge when they're walking down the st- when he's walking down the street at
0: the beginning of the movie. I find it really catchy. I just watched it. Already, don't remember. All oh,
1: right, guess you didn't have the same.
0: <laughs> I was, to be thing. fair, I was doing other stuff during like the first half of the movie, and then I really sat down and enjoyed the second half of the movie. Okay, the second half gets me, man. The Tiny Tim stuff Ooh. every time. Always.
1: You ever seen Mickey's
0: Christmas Carol?
1: Mickey's? Yeah. No. Tiny Tim stuff in that. You actually see a tear fall from Mickey Mouse's eye. In a Disney movie. That, like, never happens. I don't know
0: if it's... Mickey's never sad. He's... Nope. Not crying. He's <laughs> contractually <laughs> obligated to be happy. all Exactly. Hard.
1: Rough life he lives.
0: But Muppet <laughs> Cruiser Grandel, pretty good. And I am a... I'm a fan of the Muppets. I like... I like watching their stuff.
1: I wish the Muppet Show revival was, like, that stupid. I didn't even know that it had a revival. It did. And it was, like... Kermit was on the fence about Miss Piggy and there was like a new pig in his
0: life it I thought was... you said Kermit was on the I thought you were going to say Kermit was on the fence about the revival <laughs> <laughs> you're like I don't know I'm I ready can, for this I got a pretty sweet gig uh, going yeah. on do right now do I really now. want to
2: come out of retirement it's kind of like Steve Carell with like an office revival without Kermit we don't have it <laughs> it's
0: true <laughs> season 9 of the Muppets really just <laughs> doesn't capture the same essence <laughs>
1: No, like they bring a new love interest into, uh... What? And it's another pig.
0: I was kind of hoping for a frog, but it's... (sighs) Wow. Specious. Mix things up. (laughs) Mix things up. By making it the same. He's never been with another frog. As far as we know. Yeah, you're right. Let's sit Kermit down. I bet that guy's seen some shit. I would have liked to have been a real life person. Love interest of Kevin That would have been an interesting way to go, too. Right? That would have been, yes. We got off topic. (laughs) I watched A Christmas Carol starring the Muppets, or made by the Muppets. Not made by the Muppets. Starring the Muppets. Starring the Muppets. The other movie I watched kind of ties into Batman because it's One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah, yeah. nice. (laughs) I see what you did there. You like it? I did, but it's the movie that I don't know if I'm ever going to watch again. Just like, that movie is kind of terrifying, it is a and it's it's okay. a very weird movie. For the list, I think it's
1: the AFI's top 100 villains list. Nurse Ratched is like top five. She sucks.
0: She is a terrible, She's terrible a person, a bitch. Yeah, right. Oh, I've got nothing to add. You guys are nearly it. She just has, uh, yeah. Just you don't see her immediately as the villain, and then like
2: once it becomes clear, it doesn't. You, uh, yeah.
0: And she really just
2: presses le- on that gas at that oh. side, at
0: that one point, leans into it. I saw
1: that movie when I was far too young.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how young you were, but the fact that you're saying that, I, I can I, understand how that would be weird for you. I, I want to say fourth grade.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, way it, too young.
0: You didn't even grasp the concept of no, most of that. No,
1: because the local blockbuster oh, right, I had the poster a comedy, in the comedy right? section, yeah. so I'm like, this looks funny. That guy looks like he's having a good time on the cover of the movie. <laughs> he's got a nice white jacket. <laughs>
2: Little did you know? No, it's.
1: It, I think on the cover of the movie, it's just Jack Nicholson smiling at the sky, wearing his like little black beanie. Yep, yeah, and that's it.
2: it so, so I'm like, I'm that's, just, that's definitely. This must be one of the funniest movies ever. If they've been putting it on the wall here, let's go.
0: Can't believe they made a funny bird movie. Finally,
2: <laughs> been waiting for this for years.
1: Yeah. Remember finding out a chief could talk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: I don't want to spoil this movie I mean it's old it's like 50 years old almost. I had n- I had never seen it until I watched it for this Okay. But so I saw obviously someone out there listening hasn't seen it yet but the end of the movie just Chief running off into the sunset <laughs> I did not see that <laughs> of all the things I imagined this movie would end with he's literally was running off into the
1: sunset
2: yeah After After I was like picking up what is this movie throwing it <laughs> that's you guys are built it's always sunny fans right I've seen I've a seen lot episodes. of them. Yes. Did you guys see the one that's One floor of the Cuckoo's Nest? No. Probably not.
0: Oh, my God. It Louis... sounds like a later season thing.
2: No, it's, um...
0: I think I've seen, like, the first five seasons.
2: It's probably five or six.
0: Then either I don't remember it or I haven't gotten up Shit. to it.
2: Frank, um... Frank takes, like, too many different pills. That sounds like Frank. Yeah, Because he wanted...
0: Not our Frank. <laughs> I was about to say that. Not <laughs> yeah. our Frank.
2: He wanted to, like... He's like six, so he needs to get really healthy really fast. So he got like all it took, took all <laughs> all of them. Go, uh, yeah. But by the end of it, literally does the exact same thing. Tonto taking a water fountain and throw. He calls him Tonto. <laughs> <laughs> Tonto, throw this out the window for me. <laughs> like he runs out while leave while leaving him behind. <laughs> it is? It's literally one flew over the cuckoo's
1: nest. Though you can take this part out. But uh, I laughed so hard at the scene of one flew over the cuckoo's nest. When they're having the party, Uh, and then the other nurse is coming in, and it's going like, Mr. Tuttle, Mr. Tuttle, (laughs) and they're
2: like, where the fuck's Tuttle? And he's like, ah, he's off jerking off somewhere, (laughs) and Tuttle's right there going, ain't no one jerking off in here,
0: motherfucker. (laughs) I think I missed
1: that part. Oh, man, that that part gets me every freaking time. It's really funny.
0: But yeah, it's, uh, that movie's a trip. (laughs) It was a very interesting ride. Mm Mm-hmm. Did you watch that by yourself or? I sure did. Oh, okay. <laughs> I watched that at night too, like before bed. So I'm surprised it didn't like screw up my sleep.
1: I would have haunted my dreams for that night.
0: I was okay. I think because I, I stopped it like halfway through because it, it was time to go to bed. It was still happy then. They but, were. He was still friends. Everyone was still friends. That's, I think that's Danny DeVito's first movie. He's so weird in that movie! Well, he's a loony dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, like. Like, he barely says Which anything. of course,
2: makes the. It's always him Yeah, because yeah. he's yeah. in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Danny
0: DeVito is, is right back in it. That's true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. But, like, he's almost unrecognizable as Danny DeVito that I know. Because he really doesn't do anything in that movie. No. Yeah, he's just one of the. He's just Martini who says nonsense sometimes. Mm. And sucks at betting. Martini. This is a dime. <laughs> this and is shit. I bet a dime. <laughs> and that's what we've been watching. Let's let you know what we have th- no, it's kidding. Let's do the movie facts for Batman. I almost jumped the gun here. I'm out of practice. It's like we didn't do one of these already tonight. <laughs> Batman came out in 1989. It's rated PG-13. It's two hours and six minutes long. Director's name is Tim Burton. I started writing down do all that. the movies he directed. I gave up halfway through. I'm just going to say, you know, what? what do you guys think is the best Tim Burton movie that's not named Batman? Ooh. For reasons, because I don't want to give away our ratings for this. Yes,
2: I like this game.
0: I'll go first while you guys think.
1: I have. Okay, if you a mind. tie.
0: Okay. I also have like a three-way tie, so...
1: I'm gonna go Corpse Bride tied with Big Fish.
0: That was mine! Alright! <laughs> nice!
1: <laughs> big
2: Fish, Edward Scissorhands. Oh,
0: okay. Okay.
1: Edward Scissorhands.
0: I've yes. never seen Edward Scissorhands to completion.
1: Okay. There's a major question I have at the end of uh, Edward Scissorhands, but I think a lot of people have the same question. How
0: does he go to the bathroom? No.
2: Where <laughs> the frig those little blocks of ice come from? I don't know. <laughs> Fuck if I know, man. Like <laughs> in California again. Talking about absurdist movies, like that's that's up there. Yeah, that movies that movies about as absurdist as you're gonna get.
1: Edward Scissorhands scared the crap out of me when I was a kid. I think most Tim Burton early '90s movies scared the crap
0: out of me yeah. when I was a kid. For real. Even Pee Wee's Big Adventure, especially Pee Wee's Big Adventure. My wife's terrified of Pee Wee Irvin. I don't blame her. So she couldn't watch Mystery Men with you.
1: Nope, not Paul Rubens. Oh, just Pee Wee, Wee Herman. Just Pee Wee Herman. Okay, gotcha. So yeah, Tim
0: Burton's done some movies. You, you all know what they are.
1: I'm Listen. glad none of us said Nightmare Before Christmas. It's kind
0: of like... It's not a Tim Burton movie. It's not? No. Really? It just looks like it. one. Wow. He was probably involved... In oh, he's heavily involved. He's heavily but, yeah, involved, he but he, direct he didn't that. direct it. That is like... Just, blowing your, just mind? Blow your mind. Dude,
1: that's the second time... Something on this podcast has blown my mind. What was the
0: first. No, I got when it.
1: freaking
2: finding out that Gandalf didn't play Dumbledore. That <laughs> it was a totally different actor. Oh, yeah. I remember that movie. I remember that moment.
0: I remember that face you made.
2: Oh, wow. Who directed Nightmare Before Christmas?
0: Shit. Some guy whose name I don't remember. I
2: feel he gets a lot of, a lot of the credit. It was Tim Burton's
0: idea. He just didn't direct it. Everyone thinks it's Tim Burton. I do. I'm sure that other guy is like, fuck. <laughs> I made this. Director, director is Henry uh, Selick. Brother of Tom. Cannot confirm or deny that.
2: <laughs> it says creator. Yeah, he created it. He okay. just didn't direct it. Well, how did he create it then?
0: He was like, hey, you should make this movie. Because <laughs> he came up with the
2: idea. It's his, it's his intellectual property.
0: He's, he slides God. a script across the table. Ghostwrite this one for me. Anyway, Batman stars... <laughs> Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson, Kim Basinger, Robert Wool, yeah. Pat Hingle, Billy D Williams, Michael Goh, and Jack Palance, Jack Palance. I I don't know how to pronounce it. I've always said Palance and I heard
1: recently it pronounced Palance and Palance, I read it as Palance this time in the opening credits. So
0: That's fair. Yeah, I wasn't sure. In my head it just sometimes it's 50/50 whether or not it's going to go Palance or Palance. The budget for the movie was thirty-five million dollars. It did okay for itself. It grossed four hundred nineteen million dollars. It was the fifth highest-grossing movie at its time of all time. I think it made forty million opening weekend against a budget of thirty-five million. So a lot of it did really well. Yeah, a lot of teenagers in the late eighties
1: saw this in theaters like fifteen times.
0: Makes sense. Uh, Two hundred fifty-one million of that was domestic, so a little bit over half. The scores for the movie Rotten Tomatoes at a 72%. It's not certified. It is not certified. That's
1: ridiculous. But I'm certifying it. (laughs)
0: That's
1: why you should. (laughs) ZTH certified fresh.
0: Certified (laughs) ZTH. Audience score in Rotten Tomatoes 84%. IMDb 7.5 out of 10. Metacritic 69, dudes. (laughs)
2: nice that's all
1: roughly around the same uh, yeah they're in the yeah. same
0: ballpark and a user score on Metacritic of 8.3 wow as usual the user score on Metacritic very generous <laughs>
1: yes.
0: and it won an Oscar for a best art direction set direction or best, best art direction set decoration excuse me makes sense my penmanship is atrocious or I'm sitting too far from the paper I think it's B <laughs> it's option B and now let's get into our general spoiler-free thoughts about Batman. We're going to do this fairly quickly and then get into the meat and potatoes of Batman. Corey, what would you think of Batman?
2: I fucking love this movie. Since I've become an adult and started doing specifically this podcast where I analyze movies a little more intensely, especially comic book movies, it definitely is. Ha- it's definitely not without its faults and its flaws, but this movie in... I've said it a bunch of different times throughout the course of recording this podcast, but this is very literally the movie that got me into superheroes. This was the first superhero superhero movie I ever watched. I was obsessed with this movie as a kid. When people have the debate, who's your Batman? And it's always between Michael (laughs) Keaton and um, Christian Bale. Michael Keaton will always be my Batman. He is my Batman. This is my Batman movie. I really, really love it.
0: Sequel? What about you?
1: I'm a big fan of this movie. I've seen it a number of times. It's uh, certainly different than the Nolan trilogy, which I've seen more times and a lot more recent. But different and doesn't necessarily mean bad. It's 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 just good. It's it's solid. Um, I like the. It's more of like a fantasy style batman that like the science style batman we go with the nolan trilogy so um yeah I, I appreciate it for for what it is and it st- certainly has a nostalgia for me
0: this is the first time i've actually seen this movie in its entirety it's definitely got that tim burton a little bit weird aesthetic to it but overall it's very good it's so much better than batman returns but that's
1: I mean I think you could have it as one continual movie and like not skip a beat in a lot of
0: state. That's the thing that's nice. <laughs> this about is noticeably itself. different than in tone than be- it, like,
2: it's quite a bit darker.
0: Yeah. It's, it's quite a bit darker. But I mean at the same weird. time it's
2: it's definitely less weird. But at the same time it does they do blend the universe is very clearly the same universe. Oh yeah. Like it's sure. no there's no stretch for me to be like, yes, this is the same Gotham, this is the same Batman. Like there's no no questions about that. Like, once you start switching Batmans around, it, it doesn't matter if you're going from... Uh, who who is the one immediately after Keaton?
0: Val Kilmer. Is Kilmer. it Val Kilmer? Is Bal, yeah, Batman yeah. Forever. It's like three years later. Though. Yeah.
2: So, as soon as you go into Val Kilmer, every different Batman that they've put out has been an entirely different universe, in my opinion. None of them... I mean, they technically, share actors, so I think game. they're supposed to be the same. They are. They are supposed to be the same, but I can tell I visually that they are different movies. Whereas with the Tim Burton ones, it's very clear that this, this Batman and Batman Returns are the same universe. They could happen two weeks apart from one another. I believe there's only two actors that's in the four.
0: That's. Pat Hangel and Michael Go. It's Alfred and it's Commissioner yeah. Gordon. Right. okay. Yeah. It's
1: the most useless Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> yeah. No. He does nothing. <laughs> Absolutely. Nothing. We'll, we'll we'll touch on this yeah. later. will
0: get there. So I guess now is a good time as any to let you know that from here on out we're going to be spoiling Batman. The movie like, came out thirty years ago. Almost. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it yet and you'd like to know what happens before we tell you, check it out. You've been warned. And I want to let you ask you guys one question. Do to get nuts? Let's get nuts. That's
1: why I couldn't say
0: it. That's, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's why you
2: couldn't say it. That's it. There it is. That's the that's the other that's the other low hanging fruit. There it is. That, yeah. That's what I thought for sure yes. you were going to pick. No. I was like,
0: damn it, this ruins my plan. No. Nope. Bevel <laughs> the pale light. I mean, that's, oh that's, yeah. the obvious. Yeah. That's, that's I think that, that was like the, the lowest of the, the hanging. fruit. The fruit's already on the ground. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, I picked the apple up. I picked the apple up, and I'm okay with it.
1: That scene. Oh, we're spoiling. It. Let's just go right to that. That's scene. That's the
0: most Michael Keaton scene yeah! in the entire movie ever. That's the that's scene yeah, it,
1: that defined his career. Yeah, that's been
0: parodied so many he, times. He, it doesn't fit. No, <laughs> I don't understand f- it one bit. He does that scene in every movie he's in. Yep, he I'd, does. I'd, he has that Michael Keaton moment in every
2: movie he's in. And to this moment, to this day, every time I rewatch this movie, it is the most out of place. I just. Don't under... Was he trying to act crazy so that they would leave him alone? Like, what was the goal? What was he trying to accomplish? I if he was trying to don't. match
1: Joker's
0: level of insanity, he failed.
2: Yeah, for sure. Not hard to do that when you're trying to compare your level of insanity to the Joker's.
0: If he was trying to win the Oscar, he also failed.
1: <laughs> I just looked something up, and this actually shocks me. Danny Elfman was not nominated for Best Score... I love the this score of this. This is phenomenal. iconic, defining for Batman. Yeah, yeah. Really, really iconic great. is a really good word for it. They take it for the animated series. Yeah. They took it for Justice League. Yeah, well, yeah, well, he did both. So assuming he owns the music, right? See so. yeah, what I'm saying? Like they, they mm-hmm. use this. They're Yeah, yeah. no, World no, it's Justice great. Movie. Um, it's so good. I'm. And that that's this is our first iteration of it from what I can gather. I had nothing mm-hmm. to do with the Adam West show nope. or anything. I'm
2: listening I'm listening to the song in my I'm listening to the theme of music in my head right now.
1: It's like it gets you jazzed up and ready yeah. to go.
2: Yeah. I love I loved Batman so much as a kid. He will always he will always have a very special place in my heart as far as favorite superheroes is concerned.
1: I mean I've, I've talked about the animated series so many times. This is this starts the animated series, mm-hmm. What, I, from, 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 from as far as I'm concerned, and, uh, no, there's this, this movie hits, like, the Batman fan checklist.
2: Yeah, sure.
1: Like, there's this one thing, if you're going in there, maybe you wanted a Robin, I'm perfectly fine without a Robin.
0: It didn't... Based on the Robins we get in the future, I'm fine <laughs> without there being a Robin. This
1: oh. is the best, this is the best Batman origin story we ever get. I have an issue with it. It, it. And it's the same issue I think you yourself have, Corey. Okay, okay. Making the Joker responsible for the death
0: of Joker Oh, yes. <coughs> yes. Giving the Joker Dude. a solid origin. Yeah. Not good.
2: Yes, I hate it. But, but, as far as Batman origin stories is concerned, that, like, the Batman story. They don't really even go tell into the story it. in this yeah, one, which is I weird because they love
0: telling that story. But
2: I think that's why it's so good. Dude, the movie starts with a man dressed like a bat beating up a bunch of mobsters and, like, and a, Oh, semi-abandoned warehouse. That's well, fucking well, cool.
0: The, the movie starts with the parents and the kid, and you think that's Bruce yes. Wayne. At least it I tricks you. I oh, yeah. yeah. You're right. And You're then right. you see Batman on the rooftop. I was like, so it's not Bruce Wayne, because they called him something stupid. Like, they yeah. called the dad, like, Humphrey or something yeah. dumb. And I was like, his name is Thomas.
2: <laughs> you called him by his real name, god damn it. That's right. I forgot about that. I yeah. About that so they,
1: they mislead you into mm-hmm. thinking we're getting that that's uh, young Bruce Wayne, which is not. And I'm glad they made that choice. Mm.
2: But the fact that like they do it, they they do it pretty effectively in, in um, Batman Begins as well, where Batman isn't like automatically on the side of the cops. But I feel like in Batman Begins, it doesn't take very long for him to start like getting like getting cops on his side. Like it doesn't take long for him to get commit like at that point Sergeant Gordon on his Lieutenant. side, Lieutenant. Lieutenant Gordon like that. Whereas in this like. The entire... Most of this movie, Batman is, like, not with the cops. He's not friends with the cops. The cops are chasing after him. Pretty much all of this movie until the end. Yeah,
1: and it's just pretty much just starting out. He's just probably, starting out. I maybe. think they mentioned there's six articles about
0: him.
2: Yeah. Or so. I so. just... I, I and, it, and it's just so obscure.
0: It's early on. Knox is still hunting him down. Yeah.
2: And it's just super obscure about, like, what even he's, he's doing. I don't think he really has... He's winging it. A, a plan in mind? Hey, I think he, re- he really has a plan in mind yet, and I just really appreciate that part of this movie. And I think his bat suit's pretty fucking cool. Very rubbery. Very rubbery. It, I, I kept. I Eighty nine. So I kept, so I kept thinking of the
0: scene in Return's when he just rips the cowl off. Oh yeah, like it's just a piece of like rubber. Like it doesn't actually yeah. Doesn't have any. But like just play doh on. Yeah. I, love, I like the
2: new one where he can get to take a fucking bullet point blank to it and it doesn't do anything.
1: And I think we discussed this in other Batman movies, but the fact that the cowl is, like, attached to the shoulder part, the cape, so yeah. he can't turn his head, and so he has to, like, turn his, his torso.
2: Yeah.
1: And the fact that um, it's known that Michael Keaton complained about that, and Tim Burton said, no, I kind of like it because you look more heroic when you turn that way. They said he looked more superhero-y. And that's, that's a
0: fair point. <laughs> that looks more dramatic. Yeah, it certainly that's, does, it's it. pretty cool. No, I dig it.
2: <laughs> yeah, see, I dig it. I think that it, that's a timber not a very valid point. I think when you have to like turn your whole body in a certain way to like move, yeah, you kind of have like a an aura to you when you do that. However, tactically for a ninja of the night who needs to move around and fight multi, multiple bad guys at one time. For a
0: brilliant, very rich detective... Yeah, that too. I don't think his suit would have been like that.
2: Probably not
1: the way he would have designed it. We don't get to see Batman do a lot of detective work in this. No.
0: At least kinda, he does some. It's he of done. More than reveals other, other movies. True. He does do a little. Alfred bit. does a lot of the legwork. Although, uh, like, what else is new? Yeah.
1: I love when uh, the initial party at Wayne Manor where... Alfred's cleaning up after Bruce
0: yeah <laughs> like, constantly the second he puts something so down he's, he's just, just there to <laughs> grab it the glass and the pen
1: picks it right up I like the that Knox like a dollar tip oh yeah he just looks at
0: it uh, open more champagne open six six cases is that enough is that yeah enough sure it? six sounds good Knox <laughs> talking give this man a grant that's <laughs> right
2: oh my god that part
0: you see scene is fun. Knox is one of my favorite characters in yes. the movie. He, is for the a... first, he kind of disappears in the second, part of the second half of the movie. For sure. But the first half of the movie, he is, I really enjoy his...
1: I like that actor, Robert Wool. Yeah. He's good. He's I in a I movie called uh, Cobb. Okay.
2: Tymo Lee Jones plays like an elderly Ty Cobb. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, I don't know anything else that he's been in, but I do like him in this.
0: I know I've seen him in other things. I just can't place what they are. He I also feel a, like
2: he, plays a, he does a really good job at what his role is. He's is supposed to be kind of a shoot-from-your-hip um, reporter guy. He fucking crushes that role. He does a really good job of playing a reporter, in my opinion. Yes. He takes
0: all the shots from the hip. All of them. I like the
1: kind of, what Tim Burton does too, especially like with the, like the set design, the wardrobe of the uh, of the characters. What time period do you think this is?
0: I was actually going to bring it Man, up. Man,
1: this is such a hard one to pin. It's like, because it's like its own kind of universe, it's yeah. like. I mean, Batman, they still got, they Batman, still got Batman has the tech. Yeah. And yet, Batman has the tech in, yeah. his, in his bat cave. But like.
2: But bl- blimps, are, blimps are clearly like a, like a major thing, which they never really ever were, yet they seem to be in this. And yet, he's got like a super jet that shaped like a bat.
0: But fashion is 80s, and I was going to bring up the fact that like, we've come so far in hairstyles and glasses. <laughs> Since this movie. It's true. Because, man, do they look bad. They look different. Every set of glasses, I'm like, this was supposed to be attractive to people? No. Yeah, right? No. I don't think glasses were ever supposed to be attractive to people. Michael Keaton, Batman, has the Howie Mandel haircut. Yes, he does. I was just like, no, you can't.
1: Rewatching this, I was surprised about how little Bruce Wayne, Batman, we get. I feel like the story kind of like centers around.
0: We get a lot more of him in this one than in Returns. Returns, he's like not in it at all. I guess
1: like overall, though,
0: I feel like it centers more about the villain's
1: plight than it does. Jack with... Nicholson was the top bill, right? Well, that's the only reason he did the movie. Yeah. He had he had a very strict set of demands. I'm glad he did it. I think he, you know, Do people we has get... this debate all the freaking time. Do we want to get into it? I, I think, mean, well, we said apples and oranges. In the previous episode a lot I think we're, we're at that
0: part <laughs> Said it once Are we Is this leading into the beta I mean the it's better, it's Joker the He's Joker. the better Joker right Like He's the third best Joker In my opinion Are you counting the third? animated Yes Okay Okay, okay. Fair Yeah Mark never... Hamill and Heath Ledger Are better for me Okay And Jared Leto Just kidding <laughs> Fuck that <laughs> I don't know. I haven't I, seen uh, enough Jerry. Exactly. I haven't seen enough Jerry. Logan He's not tell you. good. Jerry's out. I haven't <laughs> seen. Enough. I don't want to. Jerry I do don't that. want
2: to see more. I do. I want more Batfleck. Joaquin I more Phoenix. Logan. I want to
0: see Joaquin Phoenix and what he. does. Oh, we
2: we really need to. We need to really get our names on that list if we're going to go down there and be extras in that movie. What? We could be extras in Joaquin Phoenix' construction joke, joke movie. I don't want to be. It's one hundred and fifty dollars a day, <laughs> and they feed you. I make more than that. <laughs> it's a Saturday. The, you spend one ooh, Saturday. It's Saturday. I'm 150 fifty bucks.
0: I, I definitely make less than that on a Saturday.
2: i make less than that on a Saturday too.
0: I don't And make zero talking
2: heroes will be in a comic book movie? Come on, guys. <laughs> this is easy never mind. Whatever, moving on. Um <laughs> You've been in
1: extra in movies before, right? I have. Okay. Oh you have? Yes. Gods in Generals. Gods and Generals. I don't, I don't know.
0: Those.
1: If that movie wasn't so freaking long, I'd rewatch it and try to find it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's hard to find
2: me. That's uh have you mean. found you? Yeah. There's a. a, I was uh, there. I I was there. I I know. I I know what shot I was in.
0: But I mean, like, I just mean screening it. Mm -hmm. Were you near Duval at all? No,
2: but the the CEO of the company I reenacted with did three or four scenes with all of the generals, including Duval. He's on the cover of the movie. Wow. Or like the back cover. So like, there's like, go to the back. There's like that scene with all of the generals like looking over a map.
0: And then there's Corey.
2: Not me. My my CEO. It doesn't matter. Um, I think that this sets a a really high bar that was going to be really hard for anybody to hit, and I think because Jack Nicholson sets the bar so high, generally speaking we have only gotten really good, intense acting performances out of people playing the Joker. Nobody has taken this role and been, like, whatever with it. Like, they know how hard it is to play this role. They know where that bar is because of how well Jack Nicholson played it, and they are only going to try to surpass that bar. Like, there's, the only option is to go full bore into it and do it as well, if not better. So, with Batman, Michael Keaton's a really good Batman, but there have been... He doesn't bring anything to his performance of Batman that's like, shit, I have to m- match up to this. Which is why we're constantly getting these wishy-washy, shitty Batman performances. Jokers, we've never had
0: one. Yeah, Michael Keaton's just, like, fine. Michael Keaton's he's, fine. He's just a dude as Batman. Exactly. Which Val Kilmer... Pff, George Clooney, ugh. I don't remember how Valcomer is a Batman. I remember not hating it. Not hating uh, it, but it's not good. saw
2: that one. George Clooney is
1: okay, the yeah. worst one. Of course. I haven't
0: seen Batman Forever since I was like probably younger than 15. Yeah, it's not good. So half of my life ago. Drive-in movie, the first time I saw that.
2: Yeah. But again, we don't have that issue, generally speaking, with Jokers. Mark Hamill, amazing. That's my number one. Keith Ledger, Un fucking believable. But if you're going live action, I'm going to go Heath Ledger as well. Yeah, that's fair. I, I'm obviously on the Heath Ledger side of this battle too. But it's different Jokers. Like it's, it's different Jokers. Yeah, yeah different yeah. takes on the Joker character. But the fact the but again, without the performance that Keaton or Keaton Nicholson gives as the Joker, you you could fuck the you could fuck the Joker up. But he Definitely. doesn't, and nobody and nobody's going to let that ball drop is what I'm seeing in the Batman franchise.
1: A slight problem I have and it's not any fault of Nicholson's, it's 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 the writing. <laughs> the Joker's motivation in this compared to other Jokers. I like the fact that he is insane and doesn't really have one. That would be like my, my favorite. That's the
2: best motivation you can have. But this is a lot of it's over a girl. It's over it's a revenge story to an <laughs> extent it's, too. It's mostly
0: it's revenge until that's no longer on the table. And, and then, then it's just, over a then girl. And then it's over a girl. Yeah.
2: It's, that's kind of yeah. lame. It is. It, you don't... The best part about the Joker is that there is no rhyme or reason to what he's doing. He's just doing it because he compulsively needs to fuck with Batman.
1: But for a 1989 audience, I th- you had to make it about you something. You did. You had
2: to make it about something. So they made it about something, and that's fine. They They, they made their choice, and it's... It doesn't take away from his performance of it.
1: No, it doesn't. But I'm just, I'm just saying. But like...
2: one of the best parts, again, going back to what makes Heath Ledger so good, is that he's doing it just because he can. There's no real rhyme or reason to it. You think he's trying to kill Batman for the entire thing, and what does he say at the end? I'm not trying to kill you. No, you're too much fun. Yeah. So it's like it's it. it you, the Joker's meant to just be unhinged. Yes. And Nicholson plays an unhinged character with motivation. That's all. Sure, I just... Just this fact
1: that
0: going back, it's like, wow, it's
1: all, this is all over a girl.
0: Really? Ultimately. But I believe that if uh, Nicholson's Joker could kill the Batman, he would. Definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm. As opposed to Ledger's Joker and many other Jokers wouldn't. Mm-hmm. So it's a different interpretation of the character because mm-hmm. obviously the comics existed before this. This was the first live-action Joker that we get. Mm-hmm. It's just a different Joker. He goes more the, the punny silly route, and Ledger took it way more seriously, and other people have taken it different. Hamill's just unhinged. Hamill does, oh, is the... the... He's, he's really unhinged, but he's also really jokey, and just... Mm-hmm.
1: So good in the video games, too. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, I gotta play more of those. Yeah, yeah, you do. Definitely. You really do. I love the art scene. The museum behind? scene. That's one of those weird Tim Burton scenes. It's such a Tim Burton scene, I fucking love it. I like the music. I The music's it. cool. And then I like that there's no rhyme it. or reason to what, like, the way that they're vandalizing the art. I love the fact that he takes all that time to paint the bus like a Joker face and then knocks it over anyways. It's, uh that's just so... That's, that scene is very, uh, very firm in my, like, childhood memories. I can vividly remember watching that scene a lot. I remember it strictly because he looks so freaking weird with the, uh, like regular, the, with
1: regular. the regular flesh-colored makeup that yeah. he puts on. To because the he puts flesh-colored
2: in. makeup over his Joker makeup, yeah. which is over regular flesh.
0: Yeah, it's just so bizarre. <laughs> his, his mouth is the same color as his face. Yeah. yeah. That's really weird.
2: It was just a really weird choice. They could have just made him look like Jack Nicholson for a scene and like made the paint look that way, but instead they painted over a paint. I prefer what they did. I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. Yeah. I'm just saying they took, they made a choice that they didn't have
1: to make. Right. No, because if again, if going back to that, if they just chose to use regular Jack Nicholson face, that would lead you to believe that the Joker could be a normal-looking guy whatever he wants to be. That, well, that opens you up fin- a whole can of worms there. Unless man. you finish
2: it the same way. Unless you finish it where it splashes and that's the moment that, like only certain parts of his face. I
1: understand work. that, but the fact that it looks weird is kind of the point. Yeah. Like, it doesn't look exactly...
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Otherwise, okay. he would gotcha, just gotcha. spend all his time undercover like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. he though? At least yeah, used to get shit done. Because okay. why would he take the time to do it in the first place if he didn't think it was necessary? Yeah.
1: I forget how funny this movie was. It's pretty funny. With the, uh, the news reporters, being that it's the cosmetics that are <laughs> causing people to die, the fact that they don't put cosmetics on and they look hideously ugly oh my god yes
0: yeah they are have sight to see
2: it's funny because they decide they, like the news breaks so they don't put like any makeup on and then it goes back to like the reporter and not only does she look like unkempt and unput together without makeup on she looks like she just got like over like a four day like bender like it's not just I don't have makeup on I don't have makeup on. My hair is fucking sideways. I haven't slept in six days.
0: I thought about that watching it. I was
2: like, they look they like can, me in the morning.
0: They can still comb their hair. Yeah, but they, they can have, also the, get sleep. Like it's wrong not with combs. <laughs> it
1: looks so unkempt. The male anchor has like a pimple that's obvious. Uh-huh. Looks like sweaty and gross. He's like six pimples that were <laughs> obvious.
0: He's apparently he was one nuts. step away from having a fucking cigarette lit on the screen. He wasn't doing so great skin wise. Yeah. He's a lot of that clear so... not a big Kim Basinger
1: fan in, like, anything, pretty much. I I feel like she's a pretty face that doesn't act very well.
0: I couldn't tell you offhand a lot of things that Kim Basinger's been in that I've seen. Likewise. Eight Mile. Cool world. Is she the mom in Eight Mile? Yeah, which is kind of weird. Isn't her name Kim? Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) I think in, in, like, his life, her name is Kim. Anyway. Yeah, she doesn't really do it for him. it's just, like like, a pretty face.
1: The fact that she's, like, waltzes in and out of the that game is kind of annoying to me too
0: <laughs>
2: yeah he lets her um
0: yeah and then they do the whole like romance thing it's like can we love each other I would like to try to I'm like you don't no you're gone after it's, this
2: it's so risky too because she's a reporter, reporter of all people that you don't
1: want you're you're very early into your Batman career is the publicity secrecy needs to be of the like of utmost importance, yeah. because if you get romantically involved with a, re- a reporter and for some reason it goes wrong, then you're you're, you're screwed, you're screwed.
2: Hardcore. In, in fairness in fairness, Vicky Vale is a pretty big person in yes, the comic lore. Mm-hmm. I just don't know enough of her story to know same what their love like what their love history is. yeah, I, just... I
0: loved you from the first time that I saw you, really? that seems that's awkward. what a crazy person says, Vicki. <laughs> if, we're, if we're picking nits,
1: that's uh, that 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 that's a pretty big one for me.
2: Picking nits, that's a. I,
1: I would, would uh, I would keep her out of the Batcave.
2: Holy shit, she's Honey Hornet in uh, Waynes World too.
1: Take me, Garth. Where I'm low on gas, you need a jacket.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I did not even realize.
1: Um. let's see what else can we talk about I here? mean if we're going to pick nits <laughs>
2: I mean we kind of have to we're going to get into yeah. the end of this movie well, you kind of have
1: to wax politically about this no and I
2: will but like it's, it doesn't do us any good mine is like that's just Billy Dee Williams
0: that's um, Harvey Dent why the fuck is Harvey Dent even in this movie he's supposed to be the villain he does villain. nothing he's supposed to be the villain Batman Returns that's cool but he doesn't do shit in this movie if, if I was a casual moviegoer, I wouldn't even remember him being in this movie.
2: As a child who saw this movie and became obsessed with Batman, I didn't know who this guy was. And even after Tommy Lee Jones reprised the character Harvey Dent in this franchise, I did not connect Billy D. Williams as playing a pre-Two-Faced Harvey Dent. It took me till years later when I watched it again. I was like, holy shit, they got Two-Face in this?
0: It's like they just dropped the reference to drop. the... I get it. But I think just that's like, what it is. Though. He yeah. has like it's, it's not four speaking lines. Yeah, no. Oh, you November said he was supposed to be. No, yeah. They, they're like, trying. They're
1: trying to. They knew this was going to be a success. They had returns like they, like. In so why didn't line. they do it
2: though? Why didn't they go with it?
1: I think is an issue with with Billy D. Or, was he was he, or, he about
2: to go into Rocky Three? Like what's happening here? What Billy oh. D. And Rocky Three? Yeah, is that what he does? No, Carl Carl Weathers. Oh, I'm thinking Carl Weathers. Yeah. I oh don't know why I got Billy D. Williams and Carl Weathers. Is it John Ritter and Mike Wow! <laughs> 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 not, I would never have that problem. Billy D. Williams and uh, Carl Weathers. Yep.
1: Um, it was. It was either an issue with with the actors, or I, there was a lot of studio problems with um, Batman Returns, where it was supposed to be. It's darker and grittier than a movie sponsored by McDonald's wanted it to be.
2: Like, right, it was John, John McDonald's, I forgot about
0: that. That's the only reason that's the only way they could get Tim Burton to come back and do it. He was just like I'm going to make it weird. <laughs> exactly. And they wanted uh That's why I don't like that movie.
1: Like there's even um there's even us on set one of the Weens brothers is Robin in Batman Returns and he just just gets cut out completely mm-hmm. like very early on. But yeah, like they were supposed to lay the foundation for um it's supposed to like, oh, alright, we're putting Harvey Dent in here, so if you're seeing this for the first time, and you're like, oh, shit, we're doing Two-Face, this is really cool, and then the fact that you don't get him, you're like, okay, they're going to make another one, it's going to be Harvey Dent, this is going to be awesome, and it just never materialized.
0: He's just like, like if they were going to set him up, he needs to be more substantial of a character in this one. like he and a lot of the iterations, he's friends with Bruce Wayne, mm-hmm. they don't interact, he doesn't say anything of value, it's yeah. just... Either write him better or don't put him in this movie. That's just yes, one of, that's, that's my nit to pick.
2: Sure, no, that's fair. Hated it. I honestly, my biggest nit to pick is an even number one. And it's the Joker's teeth getting knocked out after he falls off the building.
0: Oh, the, the chattering teeth? I
2: fucking hate it. I fucking hate it. Because they make a point to show you that his teeth aren't in his mouth. As if when he landed, he spit out the chattering teeth. I fucking hate that. do not make any sense to me. Okay. You're Even right as a child. You're right, that is a pick.
0: really small myth. to
2: It's a really small myth <laughs> to pick. But we got the big one. We got we got a bunch of the bigger, more substantial ones. That's yeah. mine. To this... I, first of all, you don't kill the... You can't kill the Joker. That's problem number one. And then to kill the Joker in such a dumb way?
1: I hate it. But back in 89 with the first live-action Batman, they went big with it and they killed him. That's just, you know...
2: <laughs> I guess, but like... That's what they do. It was a. I mean, they got to know what they got to know how big how big important how big and important the Joker is to the Batman story. Think about what would have happened if they didn't. Think about how much better or potentially worse the movies that have come after could have been if they ha- if they had been able to pull on a Joker string. They would never have been able to, and I
1: think they knew that going in. Strictly because of the high demands of Jack Nicholson, he could have held them yeah. fucking hostage They weren't tying him into a
0: four-movie deal. Exactly. Yeah. Okay,
2: well, that's the thing. I'm not saying that they would have... So, here's a question for you. Yeah.
1: You want a different, lesser actor to play the Joker if you get him for, like, a Ugh. Tim Burton trilogy? Or are you happy with the... I'm happy with the one. Okay.
2: Happy with the one, for mm-hmm. sure. For sure, I'm happy with the one. But again... Just from a fan of a fan of Batman, it's like you you don't. Neither of them kill each other. The Batman will never kill the Joker. Yeah,
0: the Batman Joker relationship is iconic and awesome
2: and symbiotic. They are forever entwined and reliant on each other. None of them, neither of them, functions without the other.
0: As awesome as all Batman's villains are, Joker is by far the best one.
2: Yeah, it's the antithesis. It's, per- it's a perfect antithesis. But
0: for yeah, but for live action movies. You don't want to keep putting out the same product, no, probably. So that's also probably played a factor not. into why they decided to kill him off. But, but could it, you imagine yeah. if
2: the Joker just kind of like popped his head in and been like, "Hey, Harvey, you met the Riddler yet?" And then like books out of there, like you admit the
0: Riddler yet?
2: <laughs> like he's the one that like hooks them up, like just like randomly pops in, and like does little things. Like, That'd be fucking cool. Well, Edward Nigma.
1: Talking about the Nolan trilogy, we've had this discussion before. If Life events didn't happen, and Heath Ledger didn't tragically pass away. He definitely would have been the judge in the courtroom scene in Dark Knight Rises. But he wouldn't have been the main
0: villain. No, No. but he would have been in the story.
2: Yeah, he would have been. Yeah,
0: that would have that would have been better. That would have been beautiful. I would love every second. But you couldn't have done the Joker. Yeah, you couldn't have done Joker as like the villain in every single one. No, right, but too overused.
1: To your point as well. You could have had Jack Nicholson survive the fall, or or it had something else, and just a scene in Returns where they're in Arkham Asylum and you see, like, the Joker. The Joker, yeah. yeah, yeah. The little things. Mm-hmm. You could have done yeah, that.
2: Yeah, that's it. That, that's, so it's a, it's a combination platter there. But beyond that, I got nothing. Nothing bad to say about this movie.
0: <laughs> There's not a lot. There's just yeah, the Billy D thing and just the weird, like, two Tim Burton scenes. I don't particularly love, but everything else is good. I love the. I mean, my favorite part is the the final confrontation with Joker,
2: up on the top of the bell tower.
0: Yeah, he's getting all jokey. You wouldn't hit a guy with glasses, would you? <laughs> he puts on the. <laughs> yeah, that's very memorable. Uh, and like I just, love just the seri-
2: it's it's great because he's not taking his well now in in retrospect eminent death seriously at all. Like yeah, he's getting the shit kicked out of him. He's like but he's not worried. He's like he's being the Joker. Great, right.
1: is I love him taking out the Batwing with his super long, <laughs> yeah. the,
2: the the comically long, dirty hairy like three thirty seven Magnum, and
1: he that they kind of replicate that scene in a uh, Dark Knight in a way with
2: uh, custom um, Harvey Harvey Harvey, and he pulls out the uh, bazooka. No,
1: when he's standing, I think I think um, Batman's on the bike, and. Joker standing in the middle of the street, going, like, "Come on, come hit, like, oh hit me, yeah." yeah. And I, I think he had, yeah. like it's similar, like like I, I felt the parallel. But again, though, with the Batwing, like shooting the bullets at, <laughs> you know, that is ridiculous. <laughs> but
2: I mean, the Batwing having just the fact that's in
1: there, the
2: Batwing, yeah, yeah. love it. Oh, for sure.
1: That like again, if like if I was you know ten years old in nineteen eighty nine, which I wasn't, and I saw the movie, I would have had a checklist like, boom. Batmobile, got it. Looks awesome. That must have been so cool for like the fans for the first time seeing, seeing that movie and the Batmobile is like on screen. They would have been
2: cheering their heads off. And they do perfectly okay. If if not with nothing else, they do such an amazing job at making the Bat vehicles look right. Yes, the Batman vehicles look exactly the way they should. Like you can critique the Nolan trilogy for because his Batwing and his Batmobile are. Not what you think of when you think of a Batmobile or a Batwing. I'm fine with them. More modern, rare more modern, yeah. different. But these two, those two machines, look exactly right. And the fact that the Batwing has like this weird thing to catch a bunch of balloon strings, cut them. <laughs> it's like scissors. It's like he, Hey, Alfred. What do you what do you say? We put scissors on the front of this thing. Scissors, sir. It needs yeah. It
0: needs clamps, Alfred.
2: Just in case, like. Poisonous gas balloons are out there, and I just gotta, like, collect them all and,
0: and take them out. Oh, Bruce, you and your theories. Sure, go ahead. Add them to the list. I'm going to the market. <laughs> um, For
1: favorite, least favorite, I have a really stupid pick, but it, it's my favorite scene. It just is. There are
0: no stupid picks, only stupid scenes. Go. go. Can't
1: we... <laughs> I love his initial dinner date... Bruce Wayne's initial dinner date with Vicky oh, with the though. table? With oh, the table. Got, can you pass <laughs> the salt? And he <laughs> gets up and walks I'm sorry, off. what? Can you pass the salt? Yeah.
0: Do we eat in here a lot? I've oh, never yeah, been in this just, room before. I've, I don't think I've ever been in this room before.
1: <laughs> Love it. And the fact that they have like a nice, cool like home meal with, with Alfred is yeah. they could have went out to a restaurant or something mm. but the fact that they went there was very like it was like a heartwarming scene. It, it also looks like they're you know, eating Alfred pea soup. It. Yes, definitely. It so. also
2: looks like they're having pea soup which is a very strange choice for uh, I think it would just look like broth. Is it green though, isn't it? I is don't it, know. I it looked like dark green.
1: I don't know if it had the consistency to be pea soup. Uh, that, that's broth. fair. I just
2: thought, I just vividly remember it being green for some reason. It's like
0: clear soup. Mm.
1: And way his favorite scene is this... Vicky Vale in the Batcave. This bothers me. Vicky Vale in the
0: goddamn <laughs> Batcave. Get
1: out
2: of the Batcave, Vicky Vale. you belong <laughs> here, Vicky Vale. Go home, Vicky Vale. You have a problem. Baby doesn't kill people, we might have to. Like, he kills so role. many people in this movie. He does, he kills a
0: lot of people in this movie. Yes. Everything has a machine gun on it that it, he owns. Yep. He Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: He gets shot a lot too. Mm-hmm. Like, they they hammer that point like yeah you can shoot this guy but he ain't dead mm-hmm. no one shoots him. In the face.
0: Sometimes he blocks. Him well he a does face he, face every
1: time
2: like, every time the bullet hits the face he uses the gauntlets like block him. Um favorite scene the it's not necessarily the best scene in this movie by any means but it's one of like my favorites and I think it's a combination of what I'm seeing and like the sounds like the sound editing that they that they use but the first time we see Batman doing Batman things in, like, the warehouse. The cops are chasing after, like, the two gangsters and he, like, comes down and, like, does his Batman things to him. Um, and it's just a combination of just, like, the smoke and he just kind of appears and then disappears. One of the few times that you see Batman doing that type of work in this movie, like, the ninja style, like, he's here and now he's not. His one
0: Ninja Vanish takes... So long, and I can still see him do it's this pointless. smoke. Yes, I was yes. like, why did he do that? Like he throws the smoke. <laughs> it's so great. Waits for were to, I guess, fully
2: form, and then and just he walks out, and you see it. No, he goes, goes up. And he launches up. And you see him exit the smoke. Where it's like, there's no point. To yeah, that that's no smoke, point. Dude. <laughs> Um, I think it might have been in that same scene too, wasn't it? No, the, that's the, later on. Okay.
0: That's when he's escaping, like, the cops. Oh,
2: that's right, that's right. Is that the same, uh, where, um,
1: Jack Napier falls into the uh, chemicals. No,
0: that's right. after that. Okay, I'm pretty sure anyway. I think so. Actually, but, no, it might be the same. Oh way. no, it is because that's what
2: happens right before the the cops show up. Because he's trying to say because he's trying to say, stop him from falling into the chemicals.
0: Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, and I think he probably they probably think he killed. A yeah, guy. he thinks that they that he pushed him into the chemicals. Yeah.
2: Um, but like the sound of like people like running across that like that metal grate, I just love that sound and like it's, like loud and apparent. Like every like step matters. Uh, and my least favorite, um, like I said, I really don't like that they killed the Joker.
0: My favorite is the fight on the rooftop. Fair. I already said that. And the least favorite, I think it's the Joker, the boardroom meeting. The scene that does nothing and takes all of 30 seconds and then they leave and he, just, he kills the guy with the joy buzzer and he just decides, I'm going to kill him anyway. The scene just serves no purpose it's just a minute in the movie that didn't need to be there I get it the Joker's insane and the murderer
2: I forgot about that scene exactly yep uh, I'm just, that's why it's bad yep I'm just it's forgettable re uh re- reinforcing your
0: point appreciate it yep do we have anything else or do we want to rate this sucker
2: I'm ready to rate this sucker because I'm also ready to go to sleep Persuade. real quick do you, how long do you think Bruce Wayne had that bat signal, bat signal ready to go I don't know. <laughs> I don't know because I think... I think that he goes up into the sky and, like... There's that cinematic scene where, like, he goes up and he like, stops at the moon for a second. He makes the bat signal with the moon in his bat wing and Yeah, goes back down. I thought... Yeah, okay. So yeah. I guess
1: seeing it for the first time you are thinking, all right, cool, that's how they're going to incorporate the bat signal. But then you get that cheesy-ass shot of him standing on the rooftop with the bat signal, like, backstool.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, like, Michael Keaton's not, like, this big, like... Like, hulking presence. He's just kind of standing there, like, awkwardly. He's
0: like, hey, it's <laughs> <is> me. <laughs> they need me. Or they're demonstrating the bad signal. <laughs> I should ask.
2: would do you need me? Should I stay? Should I go?
0: Demonstration. Actual danger. You know what? I'm just going to go on patrol. It'll be alright. I'm going to go take a nap. We can rate it now. Okay. Now well, we have your blessing, let's move on to the raiding phase. Sure where each movie that we review gets a number of infinity stones from one to six. One is the low end, six is the high end. If you give it six stones, you can also give it an infinity gauntlet. Let's rate Batman from 1989 now. Sequel.
1: I'm
2: going to go and give
1: this movie five stones. It's mostly for for nostalgia. It's just a good time. It's, it's fun to watch. I mean, I had the same feeling watching it this time that I did when we uh, watched Superman the movie. It's just enjoyable. <laughs> I would have it... For me personally, the, the third best Batman movie. I feel, um, but yeah, Five Stones seems appropriate. It's um, great performance by Jack Nicholson, which we said different than Heath Ledger, than Heath Ledger's, but different isn't bad. It's just different. They're both
0: really Considering good. Considering it came how many years earlier? Sure, it but was bound to be different. It's yeah, like acting performance.
2: Two in Nolan's in this. Two out, of the, two out of the three Nolans in this?
1: Yeah, I would go um, Dark Knight Begins and this. then uh, okay. 89. Yep. Yeah. Okay. That's what I figured. Yeah. I figured. So, uh, five stones.
0: Corey. Uh,
2: I have a hard time picking out big flaws in this movie. I have a hard time not still enjoying it as much as I did when I was a kid. I feel like a kid watching it again. Um, this movie is super, super important to me personally, which is why it's going to get an extra stone bump. Realistically, it's a five-stone movie, but for all of the very, very important things that it's done to my life and how much I love this movie, I'm going to give it six stones.
0: Cool. It's a very solid movie. It's very enjoyable. There's some things you could cut out for length time. I found it dragging a little bit. It is a bit long. But there's no real flaws for me to pick out. I agree with sequel. I think it's the third best Batman movie that we get. I might flip Begins and Night in the Order just because Begins is more Batman than Dark Knight, but... Otherwise, it's, Jack Nicholson is very good in it. Everyone else is fine. Batman. Uh, some people will say that this is their favorite Batman movie and that Michael Keaton's their favorite Batman, and you're entitled to think that. There's nothing wrong with thinking that.
2: I don't think Michael Keaton's my favorite Batman. I just think Michael Keaton is my Batman.
0: When I think Batman, I think Michael Keaton. Well, some people, I've heard people argue that Michael Keaton is the Batman, and that's fine.
1: Yeah, it's just weird. It's it, again. I think it really comes down to nostalgia. Like yeah. a lot of this was Batman for a long yeah, time yeah. for a lot of people. It's kind of and like, even when there were other
2: Batman, they they weren't Michael Keaton.
0: This is the first good Batman you got to associate with, so mm. it makes sense that this would be your Batman. Mm. And you continue to think he's the best, and you're entitled to think that. Mm. There's no right answer here. I, I an as I just, long as you're not picking Val Kilmer or George Clooney. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: I would even. I'm I'm willing. I'm willing to say that Christian Bale may have been a better Batman but he's not my Batman.
0: It's a different Batman.
1: It's kind
2: of like people who like Legend
1: of Zelda, the original
2: game, mm-hmm. more than they like Ocarina of Time. Yeah, well, they're all
1: wrong. But like, that's the one they had. Yeah, that's, that's the one, one they had. It, oh, you're okay. right, yeah. It, I
0: makes, get it. it makes perfect sense. <laughs> I'm not here to say who's right or wrong. I'm just Here to give us that. our stones. Some people do that. Yeah. Some people think things. Sure. And I'm going to give this movie five stones. This got a little bit away from me. It's okay. It's <laughs> fine. Sometimes I start a sentence and I don't know where it's going to go. That's all my sentences. (laughs) So, thanks for tuning into our coverage of Batman. That's going to do it for the movie talk. If you want to let us know know your favorite Batman or Batman movie or both, you know what? Be crazy. Answer both questions in an email addressed to zthpodcast at gmail.com. Boom! You guys did it! Yay! First of the new year. Hey!
2: Uh, you can find us on Twitter. We are at ZTH Podcast. Uh, if you have a Batsuit in your house, please, please put it on, take a picture of yourself, and send it to us at ZTH Podcast on Instagram.
1: I assume Facebook
0: will be around in 2019. Might be. I mean, with, with current trends, I think this will be around.
1: Uh, I believe we'll still have a page on there. It's uh, <laughs> facebook.com slash ZTH Podcast. Or a search in Facebook, Zeros Talking Heroes. You just gave up on that bit so hard halfway through. It was I amazing. <laughs> <laughs> he put, It's he, tough he, coming up with something clever to say about Facebook. No one uses it anymore. That's fair.
0: Just call them criminals. It's all the rage now.
1: I don't know if it's our... Is, is that our least viewed social media platform? I I, I assume no, Instagram
0: I is because it gets the least amount of action from us.
1: Yeah. yeah I guess we post the up, like the reminder and the link on Facebook
0: yeah you get updated if you follow us on the Facebook page or on Twitter you always get reminded when there's a, when there's a new episode and I like it and Corey likes it <laughs> and someone else usually likes it sometimes my wife and head on over to iTunes or your favorite podcast app find us on there give us a 5 star rating if you're enjoying the show and if you want to leave a review that's cool We'll read it on the podcast, and you can be featured in an episode and tell your friends that you're famous, that your stuff was read by us, and heard by literally dozens of people.
2: There are dozens of us.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And, if you don't want to do that, or in addition to, tell people about the show, because the more people that listen, the happier we are, and the better episodes you get, there should be an asterisk there saying that, you know, maybe, we don't know yet. And subscribe. Because it's important that you subscribe and get the episodes automatically. Because who can remember on Monday morning to download podcasts? Just have your podcast app or iTunes do it for you. It's way easier that way. Next time on the show, we're not going to be doing a movie where we're going to be talking to you about our top five new release movies from 2018 that we did. Because right now it's 2019 in the future past or past future whenever this is happening.
2: Fuck, no wonder space time continues is all fucked up tonight.
0: (laughs) There's this little cloud circling above us. It's like an opening in the galaxy. I feel like it shouldn't be there, but I'm just ignoring it. It seems healthy.
2: And the Doctor will eventually fix it.
0: So that's going to be a really fun episode. I know I personally enjoy that episode when we do that at the end of the year. I love it. Yeah, it's the best episode. Hopefully you think it's the best episode too, listener. And we can't wait for you to hear that. And we can't wait to do it, because it's a fun time.
1: Yeah, my one and two won't be a slam dunk this year like it was last year.
2: Yeah.
0: I think my top three, I'm just waiting on order to figure that one out. I need the list. I'll send you the list. Mm -hmm. And that's going to do it for us here, so thank you for tuning in. Tune in next time for that top five, like I said. And I'm here to let you know, as always, that every movie out there is someone's favorite movie. The first Batman movie from nineteen eighty nine was definitely someone's favorite movie. It was a young, it was a younger Corey's favorite. Movie. Younger Corey's favorite movie. So that person probably saw it in theaters a bunch of times. Yeah. Take care and achieve those revolutions, everybody.
2: Good luck.